Hey everyone, this is Chad and welcome back to Mission Daily. We are excited to announce and present to you our new podcast, The Journey. So on Tuesday through Friday of this week, get ready for episodes of The Journey. What is The Journey, you ask? The Journey is our new podcast where we tell how successful entrepreneurs built their businesses. We do that through a mix of interview and narration, and there are lessons learned that are applicable to your life today. So whether you have a business or you want to join a small business or a technology business, or you want to become a writer, or maybe you want to become a technology executive, the list goes on. These are the principles of how these entrepreneurs did it. And they're not presented directly to you. They're presented through story and narration. So you can apply those principles and maybe you'll recognize some similarities in your own life. And we are really excited about this podcast. The early feedback has been incredible. So sit back, relax, and welcome to the journey. I'm Chad Grills, founder and CEO of mission.org, your number one source for accelerated learning. Building a successful, profitable, and growing business is not easy. Trust me, I know. And one of the key things that has helped me through the ups and downs is learning from the best entrepreneurs in the world. So now it's time for me to pay it forward to you and share the lessons and insight from these amazing entrepreneurs that have helped me find success in business. Welcome to the journey. Hey everyone, this is Stephanie from The Mission. The Journey is sponsored by our friends at Salesforce Essentials. We use Salesforce Essentials every day and it's part of our own business journey. Essentials combines sales and service tools in a single app to help small businesses win customers and keep them happy. See how Salesforce Essentials can help you be your best business at salesforce.com slash essentials. This is the story of a man who has spent his entire life dealing with rejection. I mean, I was not a popular kid. Some people love their child. It was a time of innocence. For me, it was just a time before people had developed a conscience. <laughs> Meet A.J. Jacobs, writer, experimenter, and New York Times bestselling author. A.J. has achieved an astonishing amount of success as a journalist and a writer. But that success didn't come easily. In fact, rejection was such a prominent part of A.J.'s life that he had to consciously train his mind to focus on the good things. Part of my career and my, my new book especially is trying to get out of the negative bias, which is that I get mostly compliments in my life, which I'm very lucky, but uh, of course I also get insults. How do you train your mind to focus on the good stuff as opposed to the bad stuff. Because our brains, unfortunately, as you know, we've got that yeah. evil negative bias. And uh, it's just the worst. So anyway, I, yeah. no, I should do an exercise where I write down all the good things that happened in my childhood. Because you know what? Maybe it wasn't as bad as I'm remembering. I just have a negative bias towards it. And it wasn't just his childhood. From college to his early years as a journalist, AJ was forced to work through tough situations, even death threats. I remember this was a dark day. The fire chief in the town was arrested for having a meth lab in his basement. <laughs> and I had to cover it and I had to call him to get a comment because, you know, that's my job. And he, like, I was like, so what's it like to get arrested for a meth lab? You have a 
And he said, if you ever call me again, I will come to the newspaper and kill you. And then, <laughs> then you print that? well, that's a good question. I should have. But then the next day, something else happened in the case. And as a reporter, I have to get both sides. So I remember calling him the next day and being like, I know we talked yesterday and we got on the wrong foot. I don't know what I said. And he just hung up and I spent the rest of the day, you know, sweating, literally sweating, looking at the door, waiting for him to come in and kill me. Thankfully for us and AJ, nobody showed up to kill him. Though AJ can look back now and see the bigger picture, it took effort to intentionally create a positive atmosphere in which he could thrive. While he worked to build his positive attitude and mindset, he continued to chase stories. As he did, he got better. But as a writer, or any kind of entrepreneur for that matter, the chances of failure are high. The no's will always outnumber the yeses. And it's easy to give up or quit when it seems like nothing is working. AJ's strategy for dealing with this reality is something he calls delusional optimism. It's a tool that is critical for not giving up. I had delusional optimism, and which I do think is a very important tool. There's so much, you know, the chances of failure is so high that you have to just keep bang, you know, banging your head against the wall and not be dissuaded by rejection. The chances of, of failing are still going to be high, but at least with delusional optimism, there's a chance that you will get through. A lot of times I feel that I'm acting as if I'm brave. And that, that's sort of a big theme of all of my projects. There's a great quote I love. It's easier to act your way into a new way of thinking than to think your way into a new way of acting. Meaning that's like you, you act as if you pretend you're brave and then you eventually do the stuff and you become a little braver. And Teddy Roosevelt talked about this when he had to, he was like a wimpy New York kid and he went out to, I believe it was Montana to be a cowboy just to learn to be braver. And that's what he said. I just had to pretend that I was as brave as these cowboys and eventually you become. So that's what, you know, I would force myself. I could feel myself forcing my fingers onto the dial pad and forcing myself to say, hello, this is AJ Jacobs, because that's the only way to do it sometimes. With his commitment to optimism and bravery, AJ was poised to take on the literary world, but he still faced the biggest obstacle of all, himself. Everyone deals with self-doubt, and the lizard brain is always working hard to tell you you're not good enough. Be scared. Be frightened. If you're not careful, it can be paralyzing. What I do more is I just narrate my thoughts, and it helps in many ways. First of all, because I think my default that that negative bias like my right. brain is gonna if i leave it alone it's gonna go into some dark alleys and start talking you know i can't believe what that guy said i can't believe he rejected my idea what an asshole but then you hear yourself saying it out loud and you're like oh you know what this is not helping this is you're obsessing you know over one thing you're ruminating well, let's get out of that and then start talking about something more interesting like What's a new idea I could have? What's something new I could do? So I find that helpful. And there's also some interesting science about talking to yourself that it's really good if you're angry 
that I guess the language centers, a lot of them are in the front frontal cortex, the, which is sort of the intellectual part of the brain, not the lizard brain, not the, the really emotional brain. So it sort of helps you as, as soon as you start talking and even just saying, I'm so angry about this, that helps calm you down. So uh, I am a fan of talking out loud. Using these tools, AJ persevered while trying to sell his first book. He pitched story ideas to every major newspaper and magazine he could think of. Rejection after rejection piled up, but none of them fazed him. For every 100 pitches, maybe one would get picked. But it turns out, sometimes one is all you need. His hard work had paid off. The book was a hit, and it led him to pursue even more crazy ideas, like reading the entire encyclopedia as research for his book, The Know-It-All, one man's humble quest to become the smartest person in the world. He even lived for a year following the strict rules and practices of the Old Testament for his bestseller, A Year of Living Biblically. But AJ never fell into the trap of resting on his success. The elation, it really was an amazing high, which I think back now, and it was like, you know, it was great, but that was only one step. It's not like I had a, it was like one rung of a, of a ladder, and I'm very glad I did it, but it was, you know, I realize now it's more of a process. It's not like you ever make it. Like there's yeah. not a moment when you say, oh, now I'm a success. It's just, you know, you keep slogging away and you try to have fun with what you're doing, try to have a positive impact. One of the key things about my career, and even on that book, was that I knew I couldn't just publish the book and sit back and wait for the plaudits and sales. Like you have to hustle. Like being a writer is less than half actually writing the words. You know, you got to get out there and try to get press. So I'm calling everyone I knew who is vaguely associated with the media, sending out hundreds of books like myself, like, you know, signing them and writing handwritten notes. I was terrible at media when I first started. I'm a little better now, but I remember my first radio show for that book, the Jesus Elvis book. I was so nervous. It was over the phone, and I was so nervous I began stuttering, and I couldn't get out of it. I was stuck in this loop, and they had to cut me off, like, in the middle of the interview. I was just like, <laughs> I, 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 and they're like, okay, thank you. That's it. <laughs> I was like, oh, that didn't go well. But I didn't, I didn't give up. I will say, I was like, you know what? I'm going to just practice so that eventually I never, that never happens to me. So I would agree to speak at any, you know, tiny opportunity, any tiny radio show. And again, it was all about pretending. I sort of forced myself to pretend that I liked this. And I pretended long enough that now I actually do. It is weird, the power of acting as if. Because he's an experimenter, AJ still faces rejection and criticism every day. But he found a way to deal with the rejection and negative bias, and he's persevered despite the odds. Today, he's a writer-at-large for Esquire magazine. He's written for the New York Times, Entertainment Weekly, and New York Magazine, among many other publications. He's appeared on television shows such as Oprah and Good Morning America. AJ's journey shows 
that rejection and negativity are a part of business. The question is, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to embody those feelings and emotions, or are you going to transcend them? Author Marianne Radmarker once said, Courage doesn't always roar. Sometimes courage is the quiet voice at the end of the day that says, I will try again tomorrow. So how will you stand up to rejection and negativity in your business and in your life? Can you act braver or more courageous today? If you do, maybe you'll find that you're actually becoming brave. There's a simple lesson in AJ's story, and it's this. If you're willing to keep trying again tomorrow, who knows what you can accomplish. Thank you again to our friends at Salesforce Essentials for sponsoring the journey. Our team at The Mission uses Salesforce Essentials every day. Salesforce makes the leading CRM, and they created Salesforce Essentials especially for small businesses. It combines sales and service tools in a single app to help you win customers and build your business. It's affordable, it's made for small businesses just like yours, and it includes in-app tutorials so you never get lost. Try it for free today. Visit salesforce.com essentials to start your free trial or click the link in our show notes. We love Salesforce Essentials and you will too. Hey listeners, thanks for tuning into this episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. If you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. It helps spread the word and I would greatly appreciate it. See you next time.